0: The more days that pass by, the more the rape allegations against Russell Brand look like total political BS. California takes a takes big oil to court over climate change, and I personally think this is an awesome idea. I would like that court recorded. Uh, and everything is racist. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey! Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, this Russell Brand thing is looking more and more like BS. Like this is just a bunch of people. And by the way, it looked like BS before because when it first came out, it was, well, four women said something. And all this stuff was 10 to 20 years old. So it looks really bad right off the bat. But it just keeps looking worse. I told you, just I'm just going to wait. And I'm going to mention it, but I'm also going to mention it seems like it's probably BS. Well, now it's looking like it's real BS. So according to the Daily Wire, video streaming platform Rumble went public on Wednesday with a statement revealing that they had received a letter from the UK's parliament demanding they demonetize Russell Brand over recent accusations of sexual misconduct. And they had refused and Rumble had refused to comply. Rumble published a copy of the letter from Parliament calling the governing bodies attempt to interfere with free expression on the Internet, quote, deeply inappropriate and dangerous, end quote, along with a copy of their response via X. So this is now, mind you, again, we need to really be very clear about this. Russell Brand has simply been accused of this he had there's nothing in courts that that are going matter of fact the most credible allegation so far that I know of the most credible allegation is still a he said she said but there is some evidence of it and she refuses to speak and she refuses to take this to court. And there even have been rumors that this was consensual. So we're having some. She just wasn't sure about the whole thing. And and that is the most legitimate version of the story. And she doesn't want to go to court. and She doesn't want to talk about it. So you've got now governments that are going out there and saying that, hey, Um, We need to demonetize and ruin this guy's life with no accusations out there. That's like you telling me that I littered or you accusing me of littering and then suddenly my life, I'm fired from my job because someone said I littered. This is how crazy this whole thing has gotten. So this was this was the letter written to Chris Pavalski who is the chief executive officer of Rumble and this came from the culture media and support committee which is very darwinian from the U- the United Kingdom Parliament and this is what they said Dear Chris I am writing concerning the serious allegations regarding Russell Brand in the context of his being a contact provider on Rumble with more than 1.4 million followers. By the way, 1.4 million followers is not a huge number of followers. I have nowhere near that, but that's not a huge number of followers. The Culture, Media, and Sports Committee is raising questions with the broadcasters and production companies who previously employed Mr. Brand to examine both the culture of the industry in the past and whether that culture still prevails today. However, we are... Also looking at at his use of social media, including Rumble, where he issued his preemptive response to the accusations made against him by the Sunday Times and Channel 4's dispatch. Mind you, these accusations are by the Sunday Times and Channel 4's dispatches. This is not the government has accused him of rape. This is made by media. And we already know the Sunday Times, a very left-wing paper in England. Continuing, while we recognize that Rumble is not the creator of the content published by Mr. Brand, we are concerned that he may be able to profit from this content on the platform. Okay, so what are you concerned about? Because he's been accused of something that he vehemently denies, by the way. And now... He's making, he's still working. That's what you're, this is cancel culture on heroin. This is government sponsored cancel culture. Continuing, we would be grateful if you would confirm that Mr. Brand is able to monetize his content, including his videos relating to the serious accusations against him. In other words, if he denies those serious accusations, you must demonetize those videos because he's not allowed to defend himself. Anybody and their mother can accuse you. But you can't defend yourself. If so, we would like to know whether Rumble intends to join YouTube in suspending Mr. Brand's ability to earn money on the platform. Now, mind you, Rumble is the alternative to YouTube for this very reason. That is Rumble's selling point. That's why I publish on Rumble and not on YouTube. We would like to. We would also like to know what Rumble is doing to ensure that creators are not able to use the platform to undermine the welfare of victims in an inappropriate and potentially illegal behavior. Well, they're probably doing the same thing with illegal behavior that everyone else is doing. If they see something illegal on the platform, they say it's illegal. But the welfare of victims? So far, we got. We got. We got to be straightforward here. There are no victims. You can't say, an accusation does not make one a victim. An accusation makes that one an accuser. There's been no confirmation that these accusers are actually victims yet. So Rumble, pissed off that they even received this letter, released this letter on X on Twitter, and then released their statement. And this is their statement. Today we received an extremely disturbing letter from the committee chair in the UK Parliament. While Rumble obviously deplores sexual assault, rape, and all serious crimes, and believes that both alleged victims and the accused are entitled to a full and serious investigation, it is vital to note that recent allegations against Russell Brand have nothing to do with his content on Rumble. Yet, just yesterday, YouTube announced that, based solely on media accusations, again, that's that's the right term, It's only the media that's accusing him. These four gals that that say they were sexually assaulted by him haven't said a word yet. So their names aren't public. Rumble stands for very different values. We have devoted ourselves to vital cause of defending a free internet, meaning an internet where no one arbitrarily dictates which ideas can or cannot be heard, or which citizens may or may not be entitled to to a platform. And they're hitting to the, the point of the Russell Brand accusations. It's not that he sexually assaulted anybody, because the left doesn't care about that. They don't like what he's saying, and they want him censored. That's what it comes down to and the problem is Le- brand still has 1.4 million followers and brand is right left of center he's not a he's not a conservative again so when you've got someone on in their backyard that is saying things against their narratives this is a huge problem for them and rumble's basically saying yeah he's allowed to say whatever he wants to say as long as it's not you know i'm going to kill somebody Continuing, we regard it deeply inappropriate and dangerous that the UK Parliament would attempt to control who is allowed to speak on our platform or to earn a living from doing so. Signaling out an individual and demanding his ban is even more disturbing given the absence of any connection between the allegations and his content on Rumble. In other words, and by the way, I agree with this big time. In other words, his content has nothing to do with sexual assault. His content has nothing to do with believing that sexual assault is okay. His content has nothing – matter of fact, his content is completely the opposite. His content is saying, hey, I was promiscuous in the past. It's not the life you should lead. You should lead a, a life that's not filled with drugs and alcohol and sex. You should lead a life that's family, that's family, family valuable. He is actually – that's what his content is about. But that goes against the narrative, and that's a big problem, especially for governments like the UK, Canada, United States, and basically they want to ban him simply because he's saying these things. If his content has nothing to do with rape allegations – and I don't listen to him, but I know he does – I mean I've seen enough of him to know that he his main talking point has nothing to do with rape allegations – then you can't sit there and and pull him off YouTube. It is His content has nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with the accusations. Nothing to do with victims. Nothing to do with the subject of rape. Why should you remove him? And I'll go a step further. Even if he is convicted of rape, you should let the market handle the censorship. He shouldn't be banned no matter what. Let's just say he gets convicted of rape. Then, then what will happen is people will either be turned off by it or will continue to listen to him. Rumble shouldn't de-platform him then either, even if he's convicted. i got news for you. I'm not going to listen to a convicted rapist on a podcast. And I'm pretty sure the 1.4 million volu- followers he has right now, they won't listen to him either. It's like Steven Crowder. Steven Crowder. I used to love Steven Crowder. And then Steven Crowder, a video was released by his wife, how Steven Crowder is kind of an abusive guy. He's not a nice guy. And none of the people he worked with thought he was a particularly nice guy. And so what happened? I just lost interest in listening to him. Because contrary to what Steven Crowder thought, I was interested in what everyone else on his show said too. But everyone else on his show left. And when Steven Crowder left Blaze TV, nobody followed him. And then the, the, the accusations with his wife and the pending divorce with his wife, that that kind of, kind of solidified it for me. I wasn't interested in listening to him. Now, Steve And Steven Crowder hadn't even committed rape. If Russell Bann commits rape, yeah, I'm probably going to be less interested in what he's got to say. Okay, continuing, we don't agree with the behavior of many Rumble creators, but we refuse to penalize them for actions that have nothing to do with our platform. In other words, yes, they have free speech, which means some speech you may not like to hear. Do you know what I don't like to hear? Shout my abortion. I hate hearing that. You know what I don't like to hear? Um, men saying that four-year-olds can consent to life-changing, I don't want to hear any of that too, I'm not calling it to be censored, because I want to see where it is, I want to know where it is, that's what Rumble's saying, Rumble's saying, hey, there's lots of things that, my, my video casts. I'm sure some Rumble uh, employees are not thrilled, would be, not be thrilled with, I know this, because on YouTube, they've been censored, they've been pulled off of YouTube, so I know they look at him and I know they'd sit back and say, no, you can't you can't play. I'm sure somebody at Rumble doesn't like it. Finishing. Although it may not be politically or socially easier for Rumble to join the, a cancel culture mob, doing so would be a violation of our company's values and, missions, and mission. We have emphatically rejected the UK Parliament's demand. Good for Rumble. And good for Rumble because this is exactly what Free speech is. Free speech is ignore the government. Don't forget when the – and Rumble is a California – is a a United States company. But when the founding fathers, which England doesn't buy anyway, but when the founding fathers founded free speech, it was the idea that the government couldn't filter your speech. The government couldn't take away your speech. It's kind of like the Second Amendment. It's not that you should carry a gun. It's that the government doesn't have a right to take guns away. Your right to bear arms shall not be infringed. That's what it means. It's the same thing here. I I got to tell you, this is where the government is actually infringing on your right to speak, your right to say anything. And by the way, this is this is Russell Brand's job. So what I've learned about this whole thing in the last couple of days, all these accusations are pure B.S. And I thought they were B.S. before. But remember, I told you last week, first, I need to see how the media is going to react. Now we see how the media is reacting. We say see how social media is reacting. We see how the media is reacting. And now we see how governments are reacting So what it is, is it because they want him demonetized because he committed there's a rape allegation after him? Not even that he committed rape. It's just the allegation. No, they want him. They don't like what he has to say. They want him off the air and they're doing everything they can to get him off the air except taking him to court and prosecuting him for rape. They don't want to do that. It's too much work. They're not going to do it. So that very interesting stuff and and. This is just another Joe Rogan. And I got news for you. These guys don't learn. Because what's going to end up happening. Is Russell Brand. Is not going to get less popular. He's going to become. More popular. I wouldn't be shocked. If I went to Rumble right now. And looked to see. How many users he has. Subscribed to him. See that. He actually has gone up. Let's let's take a look. Let's ta- let's let's take a look. Has Rumble actually gone up? Yeah, Russell Brand has, and he's still at uh one point two four two million followers, so he's still working on it. But the but but the fact is you watch, that'll be at two million by the end of next week. Because this is what happens. These guys don't get it. All right, so it's good to know that Russell Brand is probably innocent of all this stuff. I I, I give him a 99.6% chance that he's innocent of all this, that this is all crap. And by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the allegations might be legitimate. I I mean, Russell Brand was really a. couldn't stand Russell Brand. I really couldn't. I still don't like him. I won't listen to him. Though he makes a lot of sense now when I hear clips of him, but I mean he was very anti-American, he's very anti-constitution, he's very, and he's grown up. Essentially, that's what happened. He's grown up. Okay, so let's get to our dumbasses of the day. <laughs> Right, have so I got a couple of dumb, a few dumbasses a day today, just because you know that's the that's the thing with these dumbasses. Of the day you hear some of these videos, and one of them was from this morning. I mean, I hear these things so often, I just can't skip them. That's half the reason. That's half of what I do on Rumble, is I make these videos so that you can actually see these, these bozos. Well, here's a guy. Um, he's got an interesting. I, again, this this demonization of Trump shouldn't be a surprise, but the fact is. This demonization of Trump just goes overboard so often, and this is a guy who has come up with the idea that Donald Trump was when he had COVID, he was actually going out of his way to try to kill Joe Biden. I you can't make this stuff up, you really can't. So here we go, Trump the murderer. I mean, he's already a mob boss. He's already, I don't know insurrecting the government and whatever now he's also an attempted murder so let's listen to this bonehead
1: had covid knew he had covid for three days before he showed up for that debate with joe biden no one will ever convince me that he didn't
0: show up to that in bait to that debate intending to infect joe biden with covid remember that during the debate prep, he did infect Chris Christie, who wound up in the hospital on a ventilator and almost died. Trump went to that debate intending to infect Joe Biden with COVID. He tried to kill him. He almost killed
1: Chris Christie. He's a narcissistic sociopath.
0: And tens of millions of people want to re-elect him. The company you keep. Well, I'm not exactly sure what he meant by that last line, the company you keep. I have no idea. Maybe he's talking about Chris Chris. You can see this guy is, by him not saying anything... He's constantly thinking. It's going. He probably had 500 more words to to say, but he couldn't spit them out. He couldn't say them cuz his mind just kept going off. Whenever you hear me pause, it's because I am thinking of what to say next cuz I don't have a script anymore. I don't use scripts anymore. I just basically have the articles written down. So if you hear that suddenly I stop, it's because I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. That's what he's doing right here. This guy doesn't know what to say. He is just in such incredible shock. By the way, this is TDS. This is Trump. This is the definition of Trump derangement syndrome. This guy has Trump derangement syndrome. He is gone. He is lost if he thinks that Donald Trump, Trump caught COVID and went to have a debate where he, by the way, he stood probably a good 30, 40 feet away from from Biden just to go and try to give Biden COVID and kill him. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. No Trump derangement syndrome here. Okay, in this next video, you could tell these three videos I had to put in here. Here is Here's a little life advice. If you're going to use a word... If you're going to insult someone b- by using a specific woke term, you better damn well know what that term means. For example, whenever someone says, "Well, that's fascist to do that," the first thing I ask is, "What does that mean? What is a fascist?" I don't know what that means because I have a definite idea what a fascist is. Okay, but if you're going to call me a fascist, you better damn well know what it means because I'm going to ask. I'm going to throw it right back at you. What What does that mean? Why, what's a fascist and why am I a fascist? Because based off my definition, there's no way I can be a fascist. Well, this is the same thing for misogyny. So here are two gals being interviewed off the street. I guess they didn't, I don't know what question they they were asked. But these gals instantly called this guy a fascist. And, or not a fascist, excuse me, a misogynist. And the first thing they do is ask him, the first thing he does is, what does that mean? Why am I a misogynist? And just their reaction is precious. Let's watch.
1: He's just like a man. You just seem very misogynistic, yeah, realistically. Yeah, yeah. What is misogyny? <laughs>
0: Why are you using words that you don't even know the definition of? No, no, that's not what met. I meant. I
1: think you are misogynistic, though.
0: But what does misogynistic mean,
1: though? Um, like, just so I
0: know what you're calling hmm. me.
1: Okay, so the reason I said it is just, again,
0: based on the... the... the I have a family friend who believes in the anti-racist theory or critical race theory. And then, I I find it hard to believe that a black man would believe in critical race theory. I really do, especially considering what blacks went through before um the civil rights act so i asked him you're for critical race theory well what is it about critical race theory that you what is it you like and he said well you know i don't know it's because blacks and whites it was like he started going into nonsense and i said do you know what critical race theory is he was no do you know have you ever read any of ibram x candy's books well, no, I haven't. So you don't even know the definition of critical race theory and you're telling me it's a good policy? How can you do that? How can you sit back and, and debate something? You, you have no idea. It's like me talking to you about a book I read and you said you read the book and then when I ask you specific points of the book, you, you have no answer. Why would, you, why would you call someone a misogynist if you don't even know what it means? And the reality is, if you looked at the video of these two broads, the reason they're calling him a misogynist is because that's the woke term to use. And it sounds really cool. And it's really degrading. And what they don't get is they're being racist by calling him a misogynist because he's black. And how do they know he's gay? He could be a gay man. And you just call him a misogynist, which is like an insult to gay men. You can't call a gay man a misogynist in this day and age, according to woke i gay hey, got news to you black uh, men can be miso- men gay men can be misogynists just like black men can be racist but not according to the woke doesn't work like that How, why would you use a word you can't define and that's usually the first thing I'll do when someone says I'm for this I'm for that I I, I prefer to use the platonian way of of debating okay and one of the ways to debate is just to ask a lot of questions. Lawyers do this. You're, you're taught this in law school. So that Socrates guy, 2000 BC, yeah, he had it down. And instead of just sitting there, and because if you sit back and someone gives their opinion and then you give your opinion, those hit a wall. But if I ask that individual questions about his opinion and then those questions are laced my opinion... I always manage to win the debate, especially if it's a debate that I, I really understand. Now, there are debates I'll lose because I don't understand. And then those questions end up more valuable because I'm learning about it. But if you don't know what you're talking about, don't make statements. Incredible. Okay, and in this last video, now everyone knows this is what... I I, I think the whole pronoun thing is gone off the rails. And everyone said, it used to be the pronouns would be she, her, or he, him, and then you'd just choose the one you wanted. So I would choose either he, her, or she, him. And then they threw in nine bi- non binaries, which they use the illogical they, them for an individual pronoun. But everyone said, well, uh, gender is on a spectrum. So anything can be a pronoun. Well, here's a guy who decided to use the pronoun of void yes void that's a noun so he decided to use that as his pronoun here's the problem somebody somebody went online and said that's a stupid pronoun and apparently he's responding to it and do you know what he basic what it basically sounds like that it's a stupid pronoun because he can't really seem to explain it so let's listen let's listen to what he's got to say, and by the way, he's a black guy and he's gay. He he's a trans guy, I guess. I, I this is what he calls himself, the trans fem boy. So I don't even know what that means. Maybe he's gay. Maybe he's straight, and he's. Tra- I, I don't know what it is. If he's a trans femme boy, does that mean he's a boy? Does that? Mean, I don't know what it. I, personally, I think it's a girl, simply because of his voice or her voice. I'm not even sure, but whatever. Let's let's listen to him.
1: Thank you so much for asking. Um, I thought it would be easier to just make a video response to this instead of typing it out in the comments because there's a character limit in the comments and that's annoying. So, um, you basically would just replace um, he as you would refer to me as he because that's also one of my pronouns with the whole word void. So, have you seen void Void is on void's way I don't know and then the last one is void self. I don't have a sentence for it because I am very tired Um, but yeah, just void void and void self instead of like he him his himself void 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 self
0: Thanks, okay, it's a she all right, so that's a girl who's a boy. And you can tell, it, by the way, you can tell she's struggling with this. Do you know why she's struggling with this? Void is a noun. And void, when you say void, it act, I actually picture something. So when you said void is coming to the house, you're picturing a void. And it's kind of, that doesn't even make sense. Because voids don't go anywhere. Voids just exist. And she doesn't have a definition of void self. Of course she doesn't have a definition of void self because there's no such thing. It doesn't make sense. You can't think of a sentence because you'd never use it in a sentence because it's not a word. I love when people do this. And by the way, she looks like she's about 16. She's got 1,200 piercings in her face. And my question, my my comment to her would not be, how do you use void self? My question to her would be, why aren't you in school learning something relevant instead of piercing your face and figuring out pronouns for yourself? Pronouns that make absolutely no sense. And they don't make sense. Do you know how I know they don't make sense? They don't make sense to you. You cannot come up with sentences that make sense. She's pausing because she doesn't know if that what she just said made sense. Void is coming to the house today. Well, void means something. Void is a noun. It's like dog, dog and dog self. Dog is coming to the house. I'm thinking of a physical animal being a dog, which we'll talk about tomorrow. Dogs. Whatever. I mean, this is the kind of idiocy these people are running for it, and they seem to think that uh, they they they're trying to do this to make them sound make themselves sound really intelligent, to make them so- themselves really unique and really special. Well, here's the whole thing: you're not unique, you're not special, and you're not intelligent. You just sound stupid. You sound like a stupid little kid when you got when you guys do this stuff. What really is funny is when you're. Forty years old and doing this crap and that's happening too I've got a whole bunch of pronoun stuff coming on Rumble I'm not gonna do it here because you got to see the video <laughs> I be honest with you you got to see the video I'll probably do that tomorrow and, and and set it up okay so let's get to our first story um, I, I like this idea I really do like this idea uh, and I think California is really entering kind of a bad place. And I think California is entering a bad place for them because it's going to destroy their narrative because big oil has been debating this for a long, long time, and those debates, they've won. So here we go. According to NBC News, The state of California filed a lawsuit against some of the world's largest oil and gas companies claiming they deceived the public about the risks of fossil fuels now faulted for climate change-related storms and wildfires that caused billions of dollars in damage, officials said Saturday. Now, I want you to remember, the storms and wildfires, that's what they're going after. They want Exxon, Shell, Chevron. Conico, Phillips and BP to pay money to California for all these disasters and they're blaming the oil companies for this by the way this is straight out of the cigarette handbook remember with cigarettes they sued the cigarette companies because they knew that tar in cigarettes could cause cancer and they knew the nicotine would addict people but the cigarette companies said no that's not true well I mean the oil companies already admit yes we're, we're putting stuff into the air Their argument is, well, it's not as much as you think it is. Continuing, the lawsuit filed in Superior Court in San Francisco, there's a shocker, also seeks creation of a fund financed by the companies to pay for recovery efforts following devastating storms and fires. Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom said in a statement that companies named in the lawsuit, ExxonMobil, Shell, Chevron, ConocoPhillips, and BP, should be held accountable. Quote, for more than 50 years, Big Oil has been lying to us, covering up the fact that they've long known how dangerous the fossil fuels they produce are for our planet, and California taxpayers shouldn't have to foot the bill for billions of dollars in damages. Wildfires wiping out entire communities, toxic smoke clogging our air, deadly heat waves, record-breaking droughts, parching our wells. Okay, Great. I think this is awesome. California should go for this. They should go for this. I think it's great. You know why? All that crap can be disproven. Okay, so let's take a look at it. Uh, Produce our planet. So they're talking about we that these companies should fit the bill for wildfires. Do you know how easy it's it is to prove that the wildfires were the co- are caused not by the fossil fuel co- companies? and by climate change but by bad forest management. And that bad forest management has been within the last 10 years. We've always had fires. But in the last 10 years, Newsom and Brown before him said we're not going to touch the trees because plants, right? Uh climate change. And then nature takes care of the plants itself and how it takes care of the plants is it burns them down. That's just how it works. Donald Trump came to Gavin Newsom in 2018. And when Gavin Newsom started spouting this bullshit about climate change causing the forest fires, the first thing Trump said is, well, wait a minute, isn't forest management have anything to do with the two? And Newsom could not defend himself. He couldn't answer. He could have said no. But the reality is, he couldn't say no because there is statistical information about forest management. If your foliage goes over it dries up and goes over 10 feet. It's going to burn down. That's just how it works. The next thing they're going to talk about is going to be... Da, 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 where, where is it? Um, toxic smoke clogging the air. Actually, toxicity, toxicity of the air has gone down substantially in the last 50 years. That is just not true. Even in Carson, where, they have the, air qua- where the air quality is the worst because they have the most refineries... That air quality has gone straight down. It is not that bad. California, Los Angeles used to be covered in a haze of orange. There was so much pollution. It's not there anymore. Because it's been cut down by so much. And that's what they're going to bring up. Deadly heat waves and record-breaking droughts. Here's a news flash. California is a desert. The heat waves are not deadly not one person died of the heat wave this year it's the cold that's deadly and not to mention the deadly heat waves they're they're deadly heat waves we have them every summer every summer this summer the average temperature was 80 80 not 96 80. that is not a deadly heat wave and as far as the droughts very common California has has been having droughts since since I can remember. We had a drought in the 70s. We had a drought in the 80s. We had a drought in the 90s. We had a drought in the 2000s. We had a drought in the 2010s. We don't have a drought now, but I'm expecting in a couple years we'll have a drought again. We have droughts every 10 years. This is nothing new in California. And by the way, if I'm the oil and gas industry, the first thing I ask is you've got plenty of water. It's in that ocean over there. Why don't you pull it out of that ocean? That's what Saudi Arabia does. Iran does. That's what most desert countries do. They they build relatively cheap desalinization plants and they pull the water out of the ocean. Of course, we've talked about this some years ago. Why doesn't California have desalinization plants? It's the stupid excuse that um, the ocean could run out of water. I shit you not. That's their excuse for not making desalinization plants. I, I'm i not kidding. They could have desalinization plants. I think they're $2 a piece to build them because they don't re- really require a lot of maintenance. They don't require someone to be sitting on the desalinization plant. They could build them all along the coast of California. Maybe $100 billion you could do this and solve all of our all of our drought problems. California won't do it because we might empty the Pacific Ocean. Incredible. But what's going to be worse what's going to be worse if they decide to take this to court? If the the oil companies and I think they're going to here. If the oil companies decide to defend this, they've got enough science that to sit there sit there and prove that, you know, that one volcano in 2022 did more damage than all of the refineries in the country did in 10 years. That one volcano, we are not creating that much. And by the way, they've already proven this. They've already debated this. The oil and gas companies have done this already. They're saying, yes, there's climate change. And yes, some of it's man-made. But the question is, what is the percentage of causing the weather? Is it it really manipulating the weather that much? And science has really broken up on that a little bit. Science isn't sure. And I'm going to go with that. They're not sure. Is it causing some change? Probably. I can't believe it wouldn't. Eight billion people on the planet. But is it causing that much change that you have to shut down our entire economy to get rid of capitalism and get rid of cars and... Any type of gas-powered device, and I say device because there's lots of gas-powered uh, devices out there, machines, generators, heck, electricity, that's all gas-powered. Well, the answer is no. And a lot of scientists say no, we're, we're just, I'm sorry, we're not in bad, that bad of shape. Those scientists are called quacks and everything by the left, but the reality is, yeah, it's not that bad. Again, climate change is a, is a bullshit argument, and the reason it's a bullshit argument, is be- and the reason this bullshit argument is being made, put in the mainstream, is California's got some serious issues, and they have no serious solutions. And what the left typically does, whenever they're faced with a lot of issues and they can't answer them, they go to climate change. Joe Biden is doing that right now. The World Economic Forum is doing that right now. California is doing that right now. They can't solve the real problem, so let's let's talk about climate change because climate change is unsolvable. It's also unprovable. That's the whole problem. That's why they love it so much. Okay, let's get to this, and we haven't done this in a really long time.
1: Everything is racist.
0: One of the things that drives me crazy about the left is the need to change history. It's the need to to forget about anything that has been proven already. Forget about anything that has happened in the past. Forget any of the reasons why things are the way they are. It's just we must change them to meet. We must change the past to meet our narratives of today. I mean, look at archaeology. Archaeology is now saying that we shouldn't identify the bones of people that are discovered by gender because we didn't know the gender of the person 10,000 years ago. They're actually saying, by the way, that it, because it disproves gender theory, is that you know, a person is a male or a female whether you like it or not. We can take the DNA from bones that are a thousand years old and know whether that person's a male or a female. Yeah, they don't want us doing that anymore. So let's destroy all history. Well, they're doing it in, in England again. So, according to the British paper, The Telegraph, Stonehenge was built by black Britons, a new children's history book has claimed. I will tell you one thing that uh, The Telegraph shouldn't have called this book is a history book. The illustration the illustrated book entitled Brilliant Black British History by the Nigerian- born British Arthur Etuke and Tukeke I don't know whatever says quote "Every single British person c- comes from a migrant and, and but the very first Britons were black <laughs> Readers of the newly released book are, are are told that Stonehenge was built by Britain was a black, when Britain was a black country. The book published by Bloomsbury and promoted by the Arts Council funded literacy charity, the Book Trust, states that, quote, Britain was a black country for more than 7,000 years before white people came. And during that time, the most famous British monument was built, Stonehenge. The introduction says that Britain has been mostly white country for a lot less time than it has been a mostly back black country, so it's been white, black longer than it's been white. It's bullshit, but okay. Antuki's book for readers age seven plus takes the reader through the chronological overview of black presence in Britain, saying that Cheddar Man, the oldest human remains found in Britain, had skin as dark as as dark as dark can be. All right, I just want to point out right off the bat that the article doesn't actually. S- source any it doesn't cite anything and the reason that the website doesn't cite anything is not because the website is because this guy doesn't cite anything or gal, I don't know what this is now let's let's go into science, let's go into a little bit of history Stonehenge was built between 3000 BC and 2000 BC okay, that's 5000 years ago, there were no one in England in 2000 BC was black nobody How do we know this? Because they were black. It's science. There were no black people in Northern Europe in 2000, 3000 BC. It's evolution. Darwin talked about it. The attributes of blacks are congruent with tropical environments. They are better able to survive in tropical environments. That's why you do not see White, You did not see in 3000 BC white people in Africa. You did not see in 3000 BC white people in, uh, in uh, South America or Mexico. You didn't. They were dark-skinned. That's because they had to adapt to the constant light and the heat. Their skin became darker, they were less likely to burn. That was the point. Blacks have nappy hair. This was through. Um, this was through growth in a specific environment. The hair is nappy because it protects against the sun. It it holds water in better. Do you know what happened as you go north? People begin to lighten up. With their skin color. Their hair becomes thicker and longer and less curly. Why? Long hair covers the neck. The, and that keeps the neck warm. It's there to actually keep you warm. In 3000 BC, there were no blacks in Northern Europe. Period. Just like in 3000 BC, there were no whites in Central Africa. They wouldn't have survived just like blacks wouldn't have survived in the cold of Northern Europe. This is proven. This is taught. This is evolution. It is the one part of Darwin I actually agree with. And by the way, Darwin is, your, is the left's darling. This is the stupidest thing in the world. And by the way, I know what he's saying. Well, Stonehenge Blacks could create Stonehenge. Well, yeah, of course they could. Who said they couldn't? No one said they couldn't. They didn't. But who said they couldn't? The um, pyramids are in Africa. They're not created in Central Africa, but they're created in Africa. Dark uh, People of color can create monuments. In in Mexico and in... in um, Mexico and South America the Indians created the pyramids who said they couldn't do it? The question I have is why does every monument that is a wonder of the world have to be created by blacks? Why is every wonder of the world a creation of blacks? And why do you have to teach this crap? Which is just it's just teaching lies. It is just teaching lies. So no, this guy's full of crap. Uh, Again, it's a changing of history. Again, it's all these people of science really ignore a lot of science when it comes to this stuff. And yes, white people can do amazing things too. I know, we want to ignore them. We want to ignore the music of Beethoven, Mozart, and Bach. We want to ignore the writings of William Shakespeare. We want to ignore the, the building of wonderful places like Notre Dame and, and Stonehenge. We want to ignore all that stuff, which are amazing feats of art. But not everything that we don't know, like Stonehenge or Easter Island, has to be built by a black person. I'm sorry, stop changing history. Okay, I hope you guys have a great day. I will be doing a podcast tomorrow because I just have more stuff to talk about. Have a great day. This is Gene, and God bless. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.